Welcome to Money Grows on Trees. Money does grow on trees. A podcast full of practical, real-life money lessons that you wish you learned in school. Lloyd is a former lawyer turned lifestyle entrepreneur. In each episode, he'll be answering the tough questions around money, investing, and entrepreneurship to help you transform your money mindset and move you closer to achieving your financial goals. Now, let the class begin. Here's your host, Lloyd Ross. Welcome back to the show, Money Grows on Trees. My name's Lloyd Ross, and this episode is all about debunking the myth of passive income. My goodness, people ask me all the time, okay, I'm ready to get some passive income now. It's almost like it's a right. <laughs> like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready for passive income. Can you can you show me how to create it now? And I, I've really got to do this episode because I think it's uh, a lot of people, there's no other word to describe it. I feel like they're delusional about actually what it is um, and how they can get it. I mean, obviously, the popularity of it has is, is risen because it's probably a highly searched Google term, passive income. Passive meaning I'm not doing anything. Income meaning you got cash coming into your bank account, maybe each week, each month, whatever. So passive income, debunking the myth. Well, the myth is that 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 you can just conjure it up, that it just appears... Um, you know, out of, well, I don't know, little effort, not much going on, no extra skills, that type of stuff. And I'm here to, to debunk it and say, look, passive income, you got to build it up. You got to create it yourself. It takes doing, it takes effort, it takes time, it takes discipline, it takes work, it takes brains, it takes time. <laughs> I said time. Patience. It It's it's interesting. So let me explain to you firstly what, what I feel passive income is so you know. Then I'll explain how to get it. And then you can go about getting it. But it's one of those things that you would want to get after right now because it will take you quite a bit of time to set up. Okay, now if you've got debt or if you've got, like if your money is a bit of a mess, you've got debt, you've got personal debt, you've got credit card debt, you've got one single job, you've got one income, uh, you know, you've got large expenses, you've got holes in your bucket and you can't plug them and you're, you're a spender archetype and you just you're just a bit of a mess. Passive income is not your priority. Your priority is you've got to get your get control of your money. I've done an episode on um, how to create a money plan, so go back and watch that. If you're in that situation, go back and watch that episode, how to create a money plan, okay? So do, go do that. But if you've done that and you're like, you know what, I'm set up, I'm ready to go, okay, I'm ready for passive income, then here is some information for you, okay? The first thing is passive income comes from assets, generally assets, okay? Uh, now, an asset can include a business, okay? So there are some businesses out there that if you set them up correctly, then you're going to have money printed and sent to your inbox. And I think of things like royalties, subscription-type businesses. Like if you had, say, for example, a podcast that was subscription-based, um, people were paying you, then sure, yep, it would keep coming in. If you've got a book and it keeps coming in, that's kind of passive, uh, more like the royalties on it. Uh, a song is quite passive, um, rights to songs. Uh, certain leases that are in place is quite passive, obviously. Uh, patents, things like that, like that you own legally that people need to pay you to use is quite passive. But they're quite quite hard to get. Like they're quite challenging to create. So let me, the, the easiest two, the easiest two forms of passive income that will last forever, more or less, are real estate in terms of, getting a tenant into your place and renting it out, that will, is pretty consistent, especially residential. 
Uh, I think industrial is pretty good too. Commercial office is pretty hard. Retail is pretty hard. But but residential, you can you can rent out. Like let's say you own a two or three hundred thousand dollar house or unit, and you rented that out for say two hundred dollars a week or three hundred dollars a week. That's passive, pretty passive. I mean, you might have a property manager look after it for you, but that's fine. It's passive. It's going to come in fortnightly or monthly, rain, hail or shine, pretty much as long as you don't you know annoy your tenant. And it's in a city. It's pretty pretty solid, right? The second one, the second way, and this is my preferred way. And if you read my book, you'll know it's my preferred way because I do a bit of a, a, a comparison between shares and property, but it's shares, dividends, right? When you own shares, you own a portion of the profits and you get paid out dividends. So like, for example, if you had a million dollars invested in shares, no debt, you would be able to produce 50,000 a year in passive income if the dividends were paying about 5%. So there you go. You know, you could own Commonwealth Bank, you could own... Uh, an index fund, whatever it is. If you own a million dollars worth of real estate, you can get paid anywhere between forty dollars and $50,000 a year in rent and sometimes more. So do you understand passive income is from an asset that you've taken time to build and pay off the debt on it? You just can't push a button and all of a sudden passive income comes into your bank account. If you're, you're wanting cash flow each week, you've got to look at starting a business. And that's why I'm such a massive, massive believer in online businesses like network marketing because you can like i had a there's a one of my students she's actually taken my investing mastery course she read my book money grows on trees and just today i got a message if you go to my instagram now what is it date it's like the i don't know what date it is but i just did a story on my instagram she made 1200 dollars this week from a side hustle in network marketing it's crazy right like she's only been at it for like a couple of months i would say she's made money every single week since she started She's got her share set up. She's receiving dividends. She's got passive income coming there, but and she's working full time. But she's got residual income coming in each week. Now that type of income is probably what people get confused with passive income. When you've got income coming in, you're creating, and it's recurring based on work you did. It's called residual income, and that's great. You can have both. I we have both. That's the, I talk about it in my book. I'm like you have three income streams: active from your job or your business. Residual from your part-time side hustle that hopefully is online through one of the easiest ways to set up, either through affiliate marketing, network marketing, whatever. And then you have a third one, which is your passive income, either from real estate or shares. There are three income streams right there. Everyone can have three income streams if they prioritize it, if they want it. But the idea is you've got to build up your passive income over time. And you know, if you want to have if you want to have a hundred thousand a year in passive income, you've got to have a $2 million share portfolio. You've got to have a $2 million real estate portfolio with no debt on it. Do you understand? Like this is the amount you must have to have passive income to get out of your job, right? That's it. There's no there's no magic to it, right? So if you're looking for a secret magic button, you know, you turn 45, you turn 50, you go, oh my God, my retirement's coming up. I'm going to be 70 in 20 years. Okay, I better get some passive income. You know what? It's not too late. Like you can do it, but hurry up. Like, Get going. You need to prioritize this because, you know, I caught up with my mum on the weekend. We had a coffee together. When was it? Saturday morning. And uh, my mum's awesome. She she she's got great money management habits. Great discipline. Uh, anyway, she's going to retire with enough to have passive income. We're talking about it, and uh, we always want a bit more, right? But she'll have enough to have that type of passive income. You know, uh, a full time income, which is awesome because. You know, she says, you know, if you look at if people hit age 70, 75, 80, you know, and they don't have much, it's a pretty 
it's a pretty non-exciting existence, uh, and quite a bit of worry moving from you know which which home will take me, how do I pay for it, you know. Or there's a lot of things that creep up in you, you know. So it would be appropriate to sort out your financial matters early. Not, not so that you can have, you know, sit inside your whole life and not do anything, but so you can have a wonderful end of years. You know, you can have all these great summers. Um, you know, it was a really good reminder to sit with her and just remember why it's important to set up your finances correctly to begin with when you're younger because, you know, life's short. It creeps up. So it's good to have passive income. How you get there? Well, you've got to build your asset base, okay? And you can buy assets or build them. Now, when I encourage people to start a side hustle, I encourage them to build an asset which pays them cash flow, be able to scale that, and then buy other assets like shares and property. That's how you do it. And if your job's not paying you enough to do that, then you must start something else. You've got to have a second income stream. If that includes sacrificing weekends and nights, do it. Like, there's no one gonna, no one's going to come and save you. Yeah, you have to sacrifice. Yeah, you can't go jet skiing all Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, you can't go there. Of course, there has to be some give and take. But if you really, really, really want to move ahead financially, you've got to have a second income and then you've got to be patient to buy these passive income assets. It does take definitely take patience for compound interest to work. It takes patience to build your first million. It takes patience to build your second. You can't, there's no shortcuts. So I just wanted to come and give you this episode just to give you the truth straight up, right? If it's a harpoon to the heart, I'm sorry, but it's got to be said, passive income is created by you from having a plan in place. It's not a just you don't just going to wake up one and go, "Okay, I'm ready for passive income now." It's not how it works, okay? So, think about this. Go back and listen to all my podcast episodes and get a good money plan in place. Start your side hustle. Start investing small into shares, whether it's micro investing or into an ETF, and stay with that until get your spouse on board, get your kids on board. Make this a priority and you'll get it. All right? So, just understand now what passive income is. Now go get it. Put a plan in place and get after it. And I hope that's been valuable for you. And I'll see you in the next episode of Money Grows on Trees. Thanks for joining us this week on the Money Grows on Trees podcast. If you like the show, you might want to check out our book, Money Grows on Trees, which you can find at LloydJRoss.com. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, leave a review, and feel free to reach out to Lloyd on Instagram at Lloyd James Ross. 